Welcome to My Two Cents with Keith Beggs from Steadfast Wealth Strategies. In this podcast, we show high-level executives and business owners why comprehensive financial planning and executive bonus structures don't have to be too good to be true. Keith draws on his experience in realistic financial planning, and expert guests share his two cents about academically-based financial planning that you have to hear to believe. Now, on to the show. Real estate is the topic for this episode of the My Two Cents podcast with Keith Beggs of Steadfast Wealth Strategies. Keith's guest is Chris Boyles. Chris is the broker owner of CB Realty in Houston. Keith, why don't you tell us more about Chris? Yeah, thank you, Patrice. So, Chris, I think I saw uh, recently that you're now in the top 1% of brokerage firms here in Houston, uh, which is no small feat because uh, I know from having a house on the market uh, at one point in time that there are a lot of brokerage firms or a lot of real estate people in Houston. They'll, they'll call you months after it's been selling. So congratulations on that. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. So I wanted to have Chris on today. Um, like everything, uh, you know, real estate got turned up a little bit upside down a little bit uh, with COVID, but we're seeing a lot of action um, in the real estate market. We're getting a lot of questions from our clients about real estate. And so I thought, why don't we just go to a source here in Houston that really understands that market best? So, Chris, I'll just come out of the gate and ask you probably an obvious question here to start with. But how has COVID really changed the real estate market here in Houston? Well, Keith, definitely a lot of drivers there. But, you know, right when COVID first hit, it was kind of one of those things. Everybody was just really nervous on how that was going to look. So really, first 30 to 45 days, like I'm sure a lot of businesses out there, it was it was really slow cricket. Um, and then it just seemed like kind of middle to uh, late April when people started to come out and obviously practicing safe distancing and all that stuff. And uh, But it was like, hey, these rates are too good to pass up. And we're really tired of sitting around looking at this house that we've been stuck in for the last 60 days. Um, so really, it started to pick up pretty aggressively, I'd say, April, May. You know, the market was down 50 to 75 percent in the you know 250 to 750 range and over 750 you're looking at almost like a 60 to 70 percent hit in the month of april and may on closings uh, wow. and that kind of carried over into june um, but what you what we see happened was is that trampoline effect you know when you have that really sharp drop off houston's a big market to put on hold especially in the prime time of the season right and mm-hmm. so we had just a really aggressive bounce back uh july August, you know, really put off the normal calendar of your seasons of real estate, if you will. It's pushed everything back to the point to where I would say we're still very busy for November. Um, so it's been, it's just been a different year. Yeah. Now, when you say two fifty, seven fifty, you're you're talking about asking price, correct? Yeah. So sales prices. You know, uh, HAR does a press release each month where they break down the different sectors of where you see the transactions. You know, under 250, that's a big investor uh, pool. And so those were pretty steady, didn't really get hit hard. 250, uh, 250,000 to 500,000 got hit pretty hard. 500 to 700,000, 750, they got hit even harder. And then your luxury just got hammered for about a month or two. Uh, But those, the luxury and the 500 to 750 now are the markets that are performing the best. Great. That kind of that kind of leads into my next question. Uh, what are the trends that you're seeing um, right now? I know we just moved out to uh, Town Lake, 
And I mean, I can just see the amount of homes that are being built and how fast people are moving around out in our area. Um, is that, mm-hmm. is that just our local area or are you seeing that across Houston right now? I would say it's across Houston. You know, you've got a lot of things. Priorities have shifted, you know, spending a lot more time at home. Uh, people are working from home. And so it's just really changed the dynamic of what is the priority. So, you know, selling their homes in the city or selling the homes that they've been in for uh, five to seven years out in the suburbs and really just trying to get that to that next level. Um, and it seems like the other thing too, that you have to understand about new construction that is uh, happening, material costs have gone up almost two X. So framing a house now costs 20 to $30,000 more than it did. So wow. sales prices across the board for new construction popped about 10% back in May. So like I had a client that we, we put a contract on a Toll Brothers house at like 400,000. That same house in June, the base price was 435. And that was it's just materials. Just because of, that's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I think you got some demand in there too, obviously. And these rates, everybody's trying to take advantage of them. But, um, you know, we were out making some deals happen during COVID and they were a little more inclined to negotiate then. Now, you know, obviously they have a little more um, pool to pick from and, you know, they've got the demand and they know rates are going to stay low here for the next foreseeable future. Yeah. So what are you seeing as being some of the... um... I guess maybe driving features right now is it is it house square footage is it lot size is it location? I mean, what mm-hmm, when you're trying to mm-hmm. when you're trying to sell a home right and you're putting a a marketing package or whatever you guys do when you guys list them, what are you highlighting right now or what are what are some things that are really driving interest? Well, having some sort of at home office where it's secluded to where you can have that privacy from the family is is pretty crucial. That is definitely on everybody's list. Um, that extra bedroom for just potentially a uh, classroom for the kids for at home learning or uh, just in general arts and crafts, that bonus room, the bigger lot sizes, uh, just having a bigger yard, you know, really is, is, is getting people's attention patio, you know, just something to be able to enjoy the home and not just be inside. And, you know, it's funny pools, you know, we're kind of like flipping a coin. A lot of people, I've never buy a house with a pool, right? Uh, pools are a waste of money. Now, Pools are on the radar and people like the criteria a lot of people have are, I want this, 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 and it must have a pool. And so um, that's definitely changed over the last, I'd say that's one of the big drivers too. And pool companies are slammed. I mean, yeah. there's six month waiting list. Yeah. I, I have noticed that I thought pools, you know, would be, I thought when money would tighten, right. I thought people would get nervous about COVID and the money would tighten and the mm-hmm. pools would kind of be put to the wayside. Right. Cause there could be very expensive to yeah. add. And uh, my son's soccer team, there happened to be two build the uh, pool builders uh, whose kids are on that team as well. And uh, like they're, they're exactly what you mentioned. They can't keep up with demand right now. And I think right. it's because people, like I said, are trying to make their own little oasises. Um, they don't know when That's they're right. going to get out and travel anymore. So they want to make their home almost a, a second destination. Yeah. And, you know, you having your immediate family over just little groups, you know, trying to be safe about things. But at the same time, like all the public pools are shut down, you know, they're shutting down parks or doing different things. And so, and money's so cheap right now to go out and get a, a, a note on a pool. is not that big a deal. I mean, there's tons of people out there to take that, uh, that situation on. So that's what you're seeing. 
Yeah, that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. When you say money's cheap and you're talking about rates, get a, give, give our, our listeners an idea, a, a ballpark, maybe range of what that looks like. Sure. Without buying any points down, so basically no additional money's out of pocket, rates are normally around 3% right now for a 30-year. You could probably get 2.875. And again, that's without buying any points. I mean, you could pay 1% of the sales price and get that down a quarter of a point to like maybe 3 Point six, I'm sorry, 2.65. And then you're seeing your 15-year mortgages hovering around two and a quarter. And I've seen as low as 2% when they're buying points. Wow. So a lot of our clients, uh, Chris, are, are nearing retirement or maybe already be retired. And so a topic of conversation that comes up with that a lot is obviously downsizing, right? Um, hopefully by the mm-hmm. time you're retired, your, your kids are, are no longer at home. And I know there's some certain instances where that's not the case, but for the majority of people, they may be looking to get a, a smaller house where, you know, as I say, do some downsizing. Um, how is that market? Is that popular right now? Is that something they should be worried of doing or? So, um, you know, it really depends on where they're coming from and, and, you know, where they're trying to stay. But I would say that your bigger one stories are becoming more popular. Again, that takes more dirt, larger lot size. But, you know, when you're downsizing, the last thing you want to do is, is deal with stairs on a daily basis. So that's, that's a big driver there. And even when people are downsizing, they still want that extra bedroom to where if they're still working kind of part time or they have family come in and visit. So three to four bedrooms is good. And of course, the utility costs, you know, if you have a three to 4,000 square foot home and you're an empty nester, your utility costs on that home are probably 2x of what it would be on, say, a, a 2,000 to 2,200 square foot, a little more manageable. Um, and obviously, taxes, depending on where you're at and your age, you know, if you're over six, uh, 65, you're going to have your, uh, your elderly exemption in place, which um, has a lot of benefits to them in the sense of what they can lock in their value at. Been kind of doing a little more research since you asked me to touch on it just a little bit, Keith. And uh, one thing I found really interesting was is once you get your uh, 65 exemption in place, the county cannot increase the value of your home anymore until you do any kind of upgrades to the home. And the only way they're going to know if you do upgrades is if you pull a permit and record the cost of the permit. So be cautious of that with your contractor. If you're pulling permits on a project, you know, tell the contractor if they have any intelligence, if this is a sixty, seventy thousand dollar project on paper to the city, you can put on there a third of that or whatever it may be. But don't let them come in there and pop you and crank your taxes up on you for doing some upgrades that your home needs. Yeah, you know so what I mean? Chris, be talk con- about what- be conscious of that. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over there. Talk about no, what good. that 65 exemption is, just in case no one's ever heard of it. Um, and I think sure. this is really important. If you're, if you know, if you're getting close to age 65, we just talked about how low interest rates are now. If you're thinking about downsizing, you can downsize. You can lock in a mortgage at 15 or 30 years, and then with this exemption that Chris is about to explain a little bit deeper, you could have a fixed living cost for the next 30 years while you're getting money, like you just mentioned, under 3%. So you can maximize the value of your home now. You could downsize to a home that you like. You can put that on a 30-year mortgage. And then, Chris, talk about that exemption, but that'll help them lock in that fixed cost, and which is so important in retirement to have a fixed cost um, when when you're not working anymore. Um, So kind of dive into that a little bit deeper for me, please. 
Yeah, so what we're seeing too there's people are capturing equity. We're going to buy a smaller home and they're having a lot of money left over where they can get into the market with it because they are taking the money at a lesser rate. You know, if you did a 15-year mortgage, um, just to be a little more fiscal responsible on that, you know, you're at two and a quarter and the market's been performing obviously better than that on average. So there's ways to make money there. The other thing too is, is when they're downsizing and you've got this over 65 exemption, on average, it drops your tax value. So the valuation of your home by 25%. So basically they're taxing you on 75% of the market value of that home. And then that is locked in. So that's your value until you go to the county or you go to the city and you do those upgrades I was talking about, where you do an assessment and they come in and then they, they can adjust your basis. So that's why you need to be really cautious of that. But on average, it's 25%. The other thing I found interesting is there's different jur jurisdictions. So each jurisdiction within the, the county or uh, the city has different policies and can be more favorable for the elderly exemption. So that's something everybody has to look into differently. But on average, drops you about 25%. You know, your homestead exemption drops at 20%, but they can increase your value by 10% a year, no more than 10% a year. The other thing that's very, very important to remember for everybody out there, if you refinance to take advantage of these low rates and you have exemptions in place, you have to remember to file your homestead exemption and your over 65 exemption again, because on the tax roll, the county sees that it changes hands when really you still own the property, but there's a different lien holder. So Harris County is really bad about this. They will slap you with an adjustment like that home was sold and so instead of 10%, they can pop you for 15 to 20%, whatever it is. Does that make sense? Because yeah, so now your homestead is technically not in place anymore. Okay. So they have to, if, if they do a refi, then reapply, they need to reapply yeah. for their homestead and reapply for their 65 exemption. Is, is that correct? All exemptions need to be reapplied for or just confirmed that they're not going to be removing them because each county does it a little differently. And we operate in a handful of counties. So, just have to, uh, again, this is something to make note of. And you can't do your homestead exemption until after January 1st. So right. if you were to file your homestead exemption, if you refied this year and you send in that homestead exemption right now, they'll just throw it in the trash. So you need to wait till after the 1st and just make sure to understand their process there. Gotcha. And Chris, is that something that the realtor helps them with? Or is that something the mortgage broker helps them with? If they're, um, the, if, they're if they're buying a new home, is that, I mean, the, is, is this all mortgage stuff? That not they'll help them with? not really, man. Not, okay. Yeah. So we, every time someone's buying a property through us, we send letters out starting in January to everyone who purchased a home with us, giving them the, and, and there's going to be people that say, Hey, we can file this for you for so much money. It's free. There's actually an app for it now but you can go online, print the form, mail it in. You got to send a copy of your driver's license proving that you're, you know, that's where you occupy the property and it has the right address on it. So you have to have your driver's license changed by the time you send that in, but it's very simple to do. Uh, but you know, no one's going to remind you about it. We do for our clients who purchase, but if you're refinancing, you just need to make sure and set a reminder on your calendar to do that. 
Gotcha. And so if there's some people thinking about downsizing and they're wanting to look at new homes, how is the the home viewing process uh, going right now with all of the, the COVID restrictions? I know we touched on this at the beginning, but I, I failed to mention this or ask this. How are people getting out and viewing homes? Are, are we doing in-home visits? Are we doing it all online? How's that? How are you handling that for your for your customers? So we're doing the 3D virtual tours uh, on all of our listings and some agents do it. Some agents don't where you can, you know, go room by room. You can stop in any given spot. You can take measurements. I mean, it's a very neat tool to really screen a lot of properties, you know, before going and seeing them. But we're doing in-person tools. You know, we're wearing masks and we're keeping our distance. I think that we're going to see some restrictions over the next couple of weeks start to get a little more tight there for a while during, um, first part of this they they would not allow us to schedule open houses on har so they basically paused those and and those have been back in place now but i've heard talks that they're starting to potentially pause those again but as far as showings go with realtors or anything like that we were never put on pause ourselves it was just you know doing business it was obviously following safe practices right well, great, Chris. We'll uh, we'll kind of wrap up here. Is there something that you think um, as we as we end 2020 and, and roll into 2021? Is there something that I didn't ask you that you think is important for people that are on the real estate market, either either looking to purchase, uh, sell, or both? Yep. So great question. Right now, guys, inventory is dropping aggressively. So it's been you know basically at the start of COVID, it was almost four months supply of homes on the market, and right now this last month we're at 2.4. It's been dropping five to ten percent a month. And so if you have a house that you know you're empty nester and you're thinking about making a change, those are the homes that are in the most demand right now. So we're getting top dollar on those, and then able to flip them into something else where the money is cheaper getting the cost down all the way across the board for them. So it's a great time to take advantage of that. You may pay a little premium on the home you're going to purchase, but with the savings and the interest rate, it makes sense. So gotcha. um, if anybody has a question about that, I feel free to reach out to us. If I can see my information, our office number is 832-581-3661. And our, my email is chris at cbhouston.com. .net. That's Chris at cbhouston.net. And uh, if you put in the subject line, you know, Keith Begg's client, you have a question, we'll be happy to spend some time on the phone with you and answer anything you guys have. Hey, Chris, you, your team has a website as well, don't you? Why don't you, why don't you give that out? That's right. That's right. So you guys can go to cbrealtyteam.com. That's cbrealtyteam.com um, and check us out. Uh, look at us on Google. On Zillow, we're one of the top-ranked teams. Uh, we we do all of our past client reviews, so we're big on uh, customer service and taking care of people. So excellent. So I think I failed to mention this at the beginning. I've known Chris for probably close to seven plus years now. Uh, we met at Houston's First Baptist uh, over on the Loop. Uh, we actually both now play golf together out at Pine Forest. But um, he's got a great team. He's got a great heart for service. Um, and, and I know that they will take great care of anyone out there that has questions on this. Um, they have 100% have our, our backing and being, a, being an ally. We're a partner of ours. So uh, I want to thank everyone for listening today. Again, my name is Keith Beggs. If you have any questions uh, concerning finances, does this make sense for you financially? Um, how would this affect your income? Obviously, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, my email is Keith at steadfastws.com. You can find us at steadfastws.com. 
com online. And you can always reach me by phone at 832-506-9034. Chris, again, thanks for jumping on. I think this is really valuable information uh, for a lot of people out there that, that have these type of questions and don't never know um, is it time to jump? Is it time to move? Or are we? And uh, and so I think it gives them some clarity that they can then now act on. So thanks again, Chris, for doing this, and thanks everyone for jumping on. And we'll be back uh, next week. Thanks, Keith. You can get a heads up when new episodes are available of Keith's podcast, My Two Cents. All you have to do is subscribe with the subscribe button on this page, and of course, you can share with the share button. Thank you for listening to My Two Cents with Keith Beggs. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. All securities discussed are offered and provided through Steadfast Financial Planning, LLC. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Steadfast Wealth Strategies. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor and or qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. This podcast is not intended to provide specific investment, financial planning, tax, or legal advice. It is intended for educational purposes only. Please consult your tax advisor, financial advisor, or legal professional for specific advice on your specific situation.